Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three, four. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to our third episode of Joe Wu Radio Live. We're here at Premier Personal Training in beautiful Westchester, Pennsylvania. Kind of caught my home from home away from home. Spent a lot of time up here in my college days. Good stuff. We've got a lot of people working out in here. So you can hear the machines, people hammering weights. Uh, got a great special guest today, a real good personal friend of mine, and uh, health fitness trainer, and Nick Primavera's got some real cool stuff. So we're going to be talking a lot of good stuff pretty soon. So welcome again to the show. Uh, anybody who wants to call and talk anything career and life, show is open right now. Call in at 347-989-0028. We've got a few people here hanging loose. Hope we get some questions. We'll be able to pull some people off the street. Let's start off the show with just a quick recap of last week's show. So it was a wonderful time down the beach. It was definitely hot as hell. Got uh, some pretty good sunburn. Swept my ass off down in Corolla, North Carolina in the Outer Banks. Um, just to give you an update, Doug Brindley, who was not able to make the show, their office had a major fire, uh, but he posted some clever videos and made the best of it and had fun, uh, and basically his business is doing well, and hopefully they'll rebuild and, and we'll be down there soon. Last I heard, they believe what caused the fire was a vending machine shorted out, so we wish them well, and um, I definitely need to get back to the beach. Uh, it was too much fun, had a lot of good time surfing, and it was wonderful. Uh, the call-in number issue that we had last week is now resolved. So you want to call in again, the number is 347-989-0028. Love to have you talk in. And uh, we had a great discussion on outsourcing. And we actually had one follow-up question. Somebody had actually posted, do you see a big shift to farm shoring? Um, I, I definitely think it's not going to be a quick shift. I think it'll be sort of um, very progressive. Might be a little bit of a pickup. You know, with the election time coming up in 2016, you might see more of that made in America, sort of American pride type thing. So there might be some... Some pickup, you know, the cost in farm shoring is still uh, a little bit higher than, you know, outsourcing to India and the Philippines, places like Poland and uh, Germany right now are hot spots and cost is very, very minimal. So we'll see what happens. Uh, one reminder, I'm available for hire, so I'm a career and life coach, so feel free to uh, email me at thejowoo, that's T-H-E-J-O-E-W-O-O at gmail.com. Call me at 302-383-3298. Love to uh, work with you. Uh, so let's get on to the news real quick, and then in a few minutes we'll bring Nick Primavera on. So in the news, where I get most of my news is from dailyjobcuts.com. There's a lot of good information in there. Um, so the first bit of news we have is Comcast founder Ralph Roberts passed away last Thursday evening. He was 95, big pioneer in the cable and internet industry, uh, made a lot of good and changed a lot of good things. So definitely he will be very missed, and our condolences go out to Comcast and the Comcast family. Uh, a company called Advanced Micro Devices. They're actually mulling a breakup and spinoff. Uh, no additional updates I have right now, but this was actually reported by CNBC earlier today. Uh, some of you may have actually heard Martha Stewart Living is being acquired for $353 million in all cash and stock value. 
Martha actually will still be chief creative officer and on the board, and Sequential Brands Group will actually be paying about $6.15 per share, and the deal will close in the second half of the year. Uh, no indication of job cuts, but I would anticipate them uh, coming with some restructuring as companies find synergies. So if you haven't planned your next move, if you're at Martha Stewart Living, I would say definitely start to plan your move and be proactive as is possible. Uh, Fifth Third Bancorp is closing about 100 branches. They have abandoned plans for 30 new ones. So again, sounds like some problems are going on there with Fifth Third Bancorp. Uh, so start planning your next move there if you're at one of those branches. Uh, the sooner the better. Uh, Wall Street Journal is actually closing several international bureaus and blogs, and they're scaling back teams. This is a report from the Haddis Gold and Capital New York Group. I think it's about 30 workers right now, and this is a few weeks after 20 to 40 employees uh, were actually uh, bought out as well. So it sounds like there's some shifting going on and some restructuring uh, at the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Wade's in Farmington, New York is closing later this year. It's 150 jobs that are going to be lost. This is actually a 47-year-old family-run uh, grocery store. Uh, when I was up that way in Rochester, I stopped in there a couple times, and uh, really cool place, but uh, the landowners decided to sell the property. And, and honestly, what that means is you never know what's going to happen, so you definitely want to be prepared for any kind of shift or any kind of things that happen in, in your career. Uh, Home Shopping Network is actually going to close the distribution center in Roanoke, Virginia. Um, and they're going to eliminate about 350 positions, uh, which is really sad. And that's sometime in April 2016. So the facility cannot accommodate uh, the expanding needs of their distribution network. So what that means, again, is people have a little less than a year, maybe 10, 12, 10 11 months to prepare. So start looking in more time you have to prepare. Uh, U.S. Foods said it's actually going to close its distribution center in Anne Arundel County, Maryland, and that'll affect 350 workers. And they were once a mighty business in Maryland, so uh, it's unfortunate that that's happening. And Starbucks, as many of you heard, is actually going to close all 23 of its uh, La Belange retail locations by the end of September. Uh, and the stores really weren't sustainable for, for the long-term growth, I think, that uh, Starbucks expected. And they paid about $100 million to buy um, it and the Bay Bread Group, which is definitely a lot of money. And from what we heard, one barista said, Starbucks is trying to really be everything for everyone. So that's kind of an interesting theme, you know, trying to be everything for everyone instead of maybe being one niche, what they used to be, was coffee. So that's uh, interesting. And the last bit of news we have is uh, Gap said it plans to close one-fourth of its stores in North America over the next few years, uh, and it's affecting thousands of jobs. That's about 175 out of 675 stores. So that's um, it's quite a bit. And as you can see in the news here, I mean, there's we're talking thousands of jobs in just one week. So that's um, pretty amazing how things can change over um, – Calmer week last week, so it's always good to be prepared. And, and as the show moves forward, we'll start to have more information on how you really prepare for your career. Uh, so that's all the news I have. So I'm very excited here to bring on a gentleman who I've got to know very well, um, Nick Primavera, is owner of Primavera Fitness. He's a fitness and health expert. Uh, while I was actually doing the news, he's doing some bicep curls here, flexing his muscles, showing me his big ass biceps here and uh, yeah. his chest and everything like that. Nick, how are you, man? Good to see you. I'm doing incredible. Awesome. I'm Great. ecstatic to be a part of this show. That is awesome. We've got a lot of people here. So Nick is uh, Nick's an awesome guy. i got some applause going out here from the crowd. Uh, I met him actually at Coach's Camp, um, Get Life Coaching, and we just seemed to kind of hit it off. He's a real funny, humorous guy, uh, very serious about his craft of health and fitness. And again, guys, he's very, very knowledgeable. He really put me on a great path about a year ago with strength and conditioning. You know, I'm turning 40 this year and really wanted to be back to my high school shape, and uh, I do need to sit down with them again to go over some nutrition as I'm eating a lot of junk food and uh, drinking a lot of beer and coffee, so Nick will be sitting down again uh, pretty soon, but welcome to the show, and it's great to have you here. Hey, man, I'm ecstatic. I'm very glad to be a part of it. I'm very glad to share my passion for health and fitness with everyone. I think it's something that everyone can learn from, even other trainers. Uh, I continue to learn from other trainers. Um, 
So I think the more resources you have to gain your knowledge for your health and fitness, the better off you are. Yeah, and I think it's great. I mean, I think what, what I like about you the most is, you know, you just, you're a sponge of knowledge and you just continue to do research. I mean, you, Nick's got a lot of blogs out there, a lot of posts and stuff, and does some really cool stuff. And it seems like every week he comes with something different, some some new kind of article on things. So a uh, cool topic Nick and I are going to talk about in a little bit is the dad bod phenomenon, oh. which really is driving me nuts. And oh, uh, ladies, we got to yeah, talk about this. Yeah, we, we got to seriously Come talk on, about this girl. talk about this one. Come on <laughs> it's... Um, it's a rough topic, and I actually experienced it down in the Outer Banks last year. So we'll get that in a little bit. Uh, but what I like to do in this sort of format is ask uh, you know, the special guests sort of how they got started in their career, talk about some things, and have a back-and-forth conversation. So, Nick, how and when did you get started on your uh, fitness and health path? Well, my health and fitness journey actually began when I was around 10 years old. Uh, my father was a strength coach. My mother was a nurse. So health and fitness were really ingrained into me as soon as I was born. But when I hit 10 years old, um, my dad actually started teaching me calisthenics at the park. So I got the movement part. Then he gave me a book, and it was actually um, an old-school bodybuilding book. The pages were worn. A lot of them were torn out. But I got to kind of see these incredible physiques from the golden era of bodybuilding. And back then, I didn't know a whole lot about physiology or anything, but I knew that whatever those guys did to look like that and whatever they did to get the girls that were hanging from their arms, <laughs> I wanted to do that. So I was very young, and I, and I got introduced to that aspect of fitness. Um, so that was kind of my start, and then as I came up, I just learned from my mom and dad um, more about health um, from the nursing side awesome. and fitness from my dad. That's awesome. So it sounds like you kind of pulled a loop for it. I was kind of looking at the uh, you know like Steve Atlases and pulling the magazines and trying yeah, to be like them. That's yeah. awesome. Getting I was hooked on it, man. That's cool. So um, thinking about your career, so what is your why? Why would you want to go down this path? My, my why? Well, growing up with parents that were in the field, I got to see a lot of selflessness firsthand. And... Um, I was able to benefit from that myself, but I saw people around me being able to benefit from my parents' selflessness, and I knew that I wanted to have a positive impact on people. And a lot of people say that, but right. I actually live it. Yeah. Um, and health and fitness are my platform to do so, but I continue to look for other ways to kind of branch out and, um, you know, something as simple as doing one nice thing a day for a stranger. So, you know, it's my yeah. career, but it's my passion. And that's cool. And that's what I like about you, too, is you really take on really tough topics. I think a lot of people shy away from those things. So it's really kind of cool to see you take on, you know, some some interesting topics and write about them and just kind of go out, go right at it. So it's good. And, and you could, folks, you can see Nick's very passionate. I mean, he put me through an amazing chest workout about a year ago. It tore me up for a couple of days. and uh, I'm still sore. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably still sore from it. But I've actually been able to kind of tweak some things and watch Nick's blogs and, and videos and stuff. It's really kind of helped me get in the, in the best shape of my life. I'm looking forward to when I turn 40, kind of revealing the awesome physique here. Get your next body at 40. Yeah, Why exactly. Not? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to have this dad bod thing that's going on here. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I think for me, you know, one of the things that I want to focus on in, and as I get going in this career journey here is, you know, talk about the importance of being in shape and being healthy for your career. You know, there's a lot of steps at companies, a lot of walking, a lot of moving around, a lot of hefty, uh, heavy lifting, things like that. And I really think so many people um, neglect this part of their life and, you know, why it's important to get in shape and, and be healthy. But Nick's got a really good point of view on how improving your career begins with really improving your health, I think. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people fail to recognize the impact that health, fitness, and nutrition have on your psychology. Um, I kind of like to say improve yourself if you want to improve your career because right. you can be the richest man in the world, but if you don't have your health, um, then you're not going to reap the benefits of you know, the work you put in. And I always like to cite some statistics. And I also like to say in these statistics, well, scientists found, and these are real scientists, like right. MIT studies. And um, 
And they, I saw one, and it actually found a correlation between hostility and stress and an increased waist-to-hip ratio in middle-aged men. Um, and this is something we continue to see uh, across the board in any industry is people are just gaining weight because they don't manage their stress. Right. But they think it's all diet, and they think three sets of ten on the hack squat machine will help them lose that. Right. But it actually is rooted in their psychology. So I think that's something that we as fitness experts haven't really given enough um, clout to because psychology is so important. So yeah. it's, it's important to, to integrate the, the sound mind, sound body mentality. Yeah, and I think what I see too is, you know, as I change my, you know, physique and I change, you know, um, my lifestyle, I mean, I've really noticed a big difference too in kind of, uh, you know, walking around work, you know, going up a lot of steps. I mean, I actually started, um, when I worked at Comcast, I actually started wor- walking up and down steps. So I was on floor uh, 31. So every day uh, for about a month, I walked down from 31 all the way down. And people think, yeah, it's not much of a workout, but, you know, kind of really getting in there. But you see a lot of people who are kind of like the weekend warriors who want to come in, want to kind of get something, do a quick sort of adjustment, and then go back and injure themselves. Or you see a lot of, a lot of people just trying to get quick wins and not do too much focus on things. Well, you see a lot of people jump into fitness and yeah. get injured in, um, I'm not going to drop any names, but a particular <laughs> type of training that's become very popular. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you get these people that um, go from couch tomatoes or potatoes, whatever, right. to, uh, to want to jump in and, and get fit. But you kind of have to manage your expectations because it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And you have to really respect what you're doing. You're putting your body through added stress through exercise. Right. While it is kind of calculated and controlled, you you have to manage your energy levels and yeah. uh, complement it with the right nutrition. Otherwise, you're going to get hurt either with an orthopedic injury or, you know, you'll just start to become very imbalanced. Right. Interesting. So, you know, if I were somebody who, you know, thinking along the career lines and I'm in college right now and I want to kind of get started into a path of, of health, and, health and fitness, how does one really get started in, in this industry if you don't have a lot of money? Like, what's, what's the way you got started? Well, the first step is to become very open-minded because right. there's a lot of ways to get funneled into a particular part of this industry um, and kind of lose your, your actual journey. Like, a lot of people will get stuck in bodybuilding and they'll fail to appreciate and respect um you know, strength and conditioning or sports performance or just general exercise. So first is to be open-minded. And second is to absorb information from as many resources as you can. The open-mindedness will carry over into your education and just learn as much as possible. Yeah. You see a lot of people kind of get stuck and sort of get that tunnel vision where they're sort of stuck just on on a couple different things. Like, oh, this new trend seems good. Let me just stick with that. And Yeah. Um, The basics never fail. So with all these new trends coming, um, these trends have come in about 10 to 12-year cycles. So the, that, that belt you put on that shakes your abs and promises, you don't have to do any. We can sit on the couch and drink beer, but we'll give you some abs if you wear this belt. That, right. That's come back three or four times over the last yeah. 50 years. So look at trends and take them with a grain of salt and just learn the basics and just really teach people how to be consistent and make health and fitness a habit. Gotcha. That's awesome. So we've got a lot of good questions here uh, for Nick to continue with, but if you guys want to call in, we're at 347-989-0028. Nick's going to be here probably the next 15 minutes, a half hour. Uh, so we're opening up the lines now to any questions that uh, you want to ask Nick. I mean, Nick's, as I said, very knowledgeable resource and totally changed my life in the uh, health and fitness. So uh, you got any questions, you can be anonymous or you can post on the site, post on my Facebook fan page. Any questions you may have, I haven't seen anything yet. But the phone lines are fixed. You can call in for free, and uh, love to have you actually chat with Nick and get some some good uh, good fitness tips. 
Um, so Nick, let's talk a little bit about your, your true definition of, of fitness. You know, in talking earlier, you have a holistic approach. You can kind of talk what that means. Uh, I would first just like to say if Jennifer Aniston happens to be listening to this, please, please, <laughs> please call in. I'd love to talk to you. Um, my definition of fitness is actually quite different from um, what people might think. A lot of people think that fitness is about weightlifting or spending hours and hours on, on cardio equipment, cutting carbs and things like that. But the way I view fitness is, like you said, more of a holistic approach. And I don't mean holistic like let's go meditate in a meadow, you know, and listen to some, uh, you know, reggae music. I do love reggae. But I mean holistic in that we integrate psychology, physiology, right. and use that to your advantage. And it, it manifests itself in your physical body. So take care of your mind. And right. whether your goal is fat loss, you know, muscle gain, whatever, that will all be a byproduct of having a sound mind and making your habits more beneficial. Yeah, no, I definitely agree approach. And thinking along those lines, too, I know there's, there's so much stuff out there now. I, I just see a lot of junk and a lot of noise. I mean, it's like you turn on the TV late night and early morning, you see a lot of infomercials for a lot of a lot of junk. I mean, I remember growing up, you know, we had Billy Blank's Tybo. I know that's kind of made a little bit of a comeback. Yeah. Um, and I know T25's out there, done a little bit of that, have kind of dabbled around. But it just seems like everybody's selling sort of the health and in fitness. So how do you wade through, you know, this, the junk of stuff that's out there? You know, like how do you, you know, if somebody's just getting started, you don't want somebody to injure themselves and get into so many different things, but what's the best way to kind of wade through all that and pick something that's, that's really good? Well, there, there are a lot of very good marketing schemes out there in the fitness industry because it is an industry where people have right. a problem and you offer them an opportunity to solve it and they jump right on it, um, even though it might not be the right approach. And also it tends to be an industry that targets people that are very self-conscious, like if a fat guy is sitting on a couch and you say, right. hey man, you do this program, you'll be driving <laughs> a, a fast Corvette with a pretty girl in the passenger seat, yeah. you know, but I think if people really actually do their research instead of just jumping into a program, um, and even if they call, reach out to, to somebody like me, a, a fitness expert, just, right. just call or set up a consultation and have questions prepared. Say, hey, I was thinking about doing P90X, what, what do you think? Um, you know, I have these orthopedic issues or whatever. This is my background. I think having a trainer, even for one or two sessions, can help them prevent injury, move down the right path, and really kind of have a, a long-term benefit rather than just losing 10 pounds, you know, blowing out your knee and then gaining 30 pounds back, which tends to yeah. happen pretty frequently. Yeah, no, exactly. I couldn't agree more with you on that. And, and I, I think, too, do you find people sometimes... You know, they wait, you know, they kind of buy all the stuff on TV and they kind of wait or they kind of scared and nervous. They have this fear, you know, contacting a personal trainer. You find a lot of people have said, hey, you know, I've waited long enough or they're kind of at their breaking point or, hey, i got to do something. Yeah, by the time some people call, it's been a very hard thing. And they've tried a lot of other things when in reality, if they had just made the call first, right. then it could have helped everything fall into place because mm -hmm. really we're not just here to train you. We're also here to be a resource to provide our knowledge. And if I don't know something, you know, if you reach out to me and I don't know something, I have a resource that I can right. refer you to that does. That's why I network with dietitians, yeah. doctors, physical therapists, because it's important to have a network you can refer to. Yeah, and I like that about you, too. You know, you got the networking team there. If you know, know you'll find somebody, you'll put somebody in touch, hey, there's some nutrition stuff here, you know, Absolutely. talk to this guy. I think that's, that's a great thing. And I, I think that's one of the nice things about Nick is Nick is just so open and so easygoing to work with. You know, I think a lot of have this sort of feeling of personal trainers are going to hammer you and hit on you and stuff and just knock you down. But, I mean, Nick's just very good. I mean, he'll, you know, kind of give you the tough love that you need, but really kind of get you through it and, and get you on your way. And I think, you know, having that fear in the beginning, it's natural to have that fear. Oh, my gosh, it's uncertainty. What do I expect? But 
you know, just, just get out there and take that leap of faith and, and get in there if you need to because I think strength and conditioning is, is a huge thing that so many people an hour overweight and didn't really need in their careers. So you know, people are working longer hours, people working longer past 65. I, I know people working in their 70s, early 70s. If you really want to have a long career. Absolutely. And I think I think there exists such a stigma around the term personal trainer. And people think right. that it's like just a meathead in you know, neon spandex <laughs> doing curls and, and making you break your back. But yeah. if you think about it, um, a good trainer really important is having medical care to your health. And you see us more frequently than your doctor or you know, some specialist. So you really want to find somebody that you trust and that is knowledgeable because they can have a dramatic impact on your health for a yeah. long, long time. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. I mean, do your research out there, folks. You know, you know, Google's out there. You know, obviously, Google search. People have reviews. You know, go to people's Facebook fan pages. You know, do your homework, do your research, and you know, find find the great uh, great person that you need. So, Nick, kind of getting back to your work with people, what's been your greatest challenge in, in your career so far, would you say? My greatest challenge has probably been progressing as a person and a professional mm -hmm. because it's not linear. Right. You don't constantly make progress every single week because there's so many different ways to progress that sometimes you're blind to right. any of them. Like in fitness, if you're not seeing, if your goal is to make your biceps bigger and you're not seeing your biceps grow, yeah, that's all you're focusing on. You're not noticing that you're losing 10 pounds of body fat. Right. And it's the same thing in a, in a profession. And I think the challenge has been for me, I, I feel like I'm stagnating in a certain certain aspect of my profession when in reality I'm just growing in another. So right. the, kind of the challenge has <clears throat> been to just appreciate the journey. Um, and, you know, when you start to do that, then you find good, small, good things happening every day, and then it just snowballs, and then you wake up every every morning with a smile on your face. And I'm finally getting to that point, right. and I'm loving it. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more, and I think you hit on a really good point. Just enjoy the journey, because I think for me, you know, when I was in high school, I was lifting a lot of weights and doing the bodybuilding thing, and after a couple of weeks, I was like, man, I don't see the results. So I was like, all right, you know, i got to keep doing it, go harder, you know, injure yourself, do all that stuff, and, you know, it, it just I kind of lost interest in it. And even in my early 30s, I would do some of that, I was like, man, I'm not seeing the results. But, you know, I think you really hit on a good point. Last year when you and I kind of started doing the training, like, hey, enjoy the journey. You'll see progressive growth here. You may not see it change it up a little bit. And I just stuck with it. And it's like now it's like as much as it's, it hurts to sometimes lift weights and stuff and, and you know, get in shape and you're struggling, I mean, I just I can't see how now it's ingraining me. I just can't see how it's not a part of me. It's a part of who I am now. And that's kind of like it's, it's defining me, which is really cool. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So think about one of your um, toughest, toughest clients that you've actually had. Uh, what was the toughest challenge with them to get them to success? I think um, probably the biggest challenge is to help people expose the fact that up to this point they had been sabotaging their own results. Because I've had clients that really don't need me because they have a background <laughs> in sports and stuff like that, but they didn't have the right mindset when they're approaching their goal or they set right. some goal that was so wildly ridiculous. Like I need to lose 30 pounds before I go on this vacation. Okay, cool. When's their vacation? It's in two weeks. Yeah. Huh? Well, that's <laughs> yeah. going to be an issue. Let's try to go right. over these goals a little bit. And, and, yeah. and, and what I like to do is I'll explain to them why. Right. So then I'll teach them not only the science, but also just what I've learned from my experience in seeing people in a, in a, yeah. in a similar position. So the biggest challenge is, you know, helping people manage their expectations and, just being real with people. Yep, I'd be guilty confession to uh, to make. That was definitely me in high school and college. I'd be like, all right, you know, I got two weeks to you know to Cancun or two weeks to the Bahamas. You know, let me get in shape real quick. Let me just kind of burn it all off. Stop eating. Stick my finger down my throat. Throw up and all that crap. And you know, it's just not the way to do it. But you know, again, Nick's Nick's got some really cool programs to really get you going and and long term things. That's what people got to think. I think too, because I'm sure 
as we talked a little bit earlier, you know, so many people want that short-term results and they want it like so quickly with them, you can get pissed off. You see, you'll see a lot of people kind of acting that way and, and how you reel them in with that and just kind of keep them thinking, you know, long-term. You see people acting that way and then it's, it's important to get to the root cause of why they right. want to act that way. When I was younger, uh, you know, we used to have beach trip planned, me and my buddies, and we'd want to impress girls on the boardwalk. So, you know, the week before we went down to the beach, I'd be hammering down four peanut butter and jellies, whole milk with chocolate mixed in wow. it, and protein, and I was, like, praying that it would go directly to my trap. So I wow. looked like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, um, <laughs> which I didn't ever. But but it's just an example of how I've also experienced, you know, that, that crunch time that you create in your mind, when in reality, my motivation was not a healthy motivation. So I really like to help people find a motivator that is healthy and right. sustainable and help them kind of gravitate their mind towards that and away from whatever the unhealthy motivator was. Because most of the time, it's either they're trying to impress other people or they're trying to avoid the pain of not impressing other people. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's really cool. Think. So we don't have any callers right now, but we actually do have a few people posted some uh, some questions. Really cool. Uh, one of my friends actually posted something. Um, Heather actually said, how can you be a health and fitness expert with the last name of Primavera? That just makes me hungry. I agree. When I first heard your name, I was like, man, like sounds like really tiny or something, or like I want a steak or something, or I want some like pasta or something. So I was thinking about legally changing my last name to Kale, <laughs> so I didn't uh, run into that question anymore. But that's awesome. <laughs> especially um, my my grandmother's Puerto Rican, and especially when we would go to you know holidays at her house and stuff, it's all good food, and we would just eat a ton and there's right. pasta and everything, and you can't turn it down when grandma. Uh, put the yeah. You know, now I'm full, I'm full, and then next thing you know, boom, more food. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, with the last name like Primavera, I, I, can, I can see where you're coming from, but, yeah, you know, love that. <laughs> and we've got a question here from uh, from Audrey, and Audrey says, what's the best body weight strength training exercise to tone after significant weight loss? Um, the compound exercises, and I, I will give you one. One, but it also depends on a lot of things like your um, your structure, uh, your your orthopedic injury, and things. So I believe that the deadlift variations are the most beneficial to people um, because there's so many muscles involved, but also it has a functional carryover to everyday life. And if done correctly and um, done with the right parameters followed, then it can actually prevent the injuries that a lot of people think that the deadlift causes. If you think about it, every time you bend down to pick something up off the ground essentially a deadlift. Yeah. How do people injure their back? They do it not paying attention and bending down to pick up a pencil, and the next thing you know, they're in the ER. But through utilizing deadlift variations, whatever fits your body type and goals, right. we're able to prevent a lot of those injuries and stroke. Crap ton of fat right off your body. It's cool. Good enough. Yeah, I've been there, done that with the back injury, you know. Herniated a couple of discs when I kind of did some stupid stuff, lifting weights and doing that. So, yeah, absolutely very, very key. Good point there. So, um yeah, it's interesting. Heather still says she's still stuck on Primavera, so she's very hungry for pasta, so that can't be good. So Hey, Heather, you know what? We'll, we'll <laughs> go out sometime, we'll get some pasta Primavera, and we'll, we'll talk it over. I like it. Let's have some, some, some good wine or some, some good beers and have a good good discussion. Some good box wine. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love That's it. Good stuff. <laughs> so uh, shifting gears a little bit here, um, something I want to talk about is this whole dad bod phenomenon. So, you know, no offense to anybody out there who's, who's overweight or has sort of the pot belly or beer belly, but to me, I just, I don't get it. You know, I just, it just really, and, and you know, I said to Nick earlier when we were chatting, I just kind of felt like, to me, people are just sort of settling. Okay, it's like, I just don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go through the pain, you know, the, the stuff I need to do to actually get in shape. Let's just kind of go with the dad bot thing. And I was down the Outer Banks, and I was watching some, uh, some females 
actually stand. I literally had, I and mean, we're sitting here looking at some medicine balls, and I kind of felt these guys had medicine ball stomachs. No offense against them again, but they were just like, wow, this guy hot and sexy. And I'm like, how is that possible? And nothing wrong against that, but to me, it's like, that's, you know, so unhealthy. I mean, you got this, this big stomach sticking out, and you really need to, you know, really get in shape. Not saying you need to be paper thin or rail thin, but at least get yourself in shape. So, Nick, what do you think about this whole dad bod phenomenon? Well, just as a 26-year-old man in a town full of pretty girls, it frustrates me. Um, right. And I was actually thinking about, you know, maybe buying some Budweiser to try to get my dad bought on and uh, cut back <laughs> on the veggies, just to, you know, impress the girls. But I really think that health and happiness come in many different shapes and sizes, none of which should be dad bod. Um, <laughs> so right. I don't understand it, but I, I also I also don't like it from um, the standpoint of a, of a health and fitness expert because. Um, some of the bodies that you see as dad bots tend to be middle-aged men or right. people that look like middle-aged men that are actually only... That doesn't necessarily uh, do anything very good for their uh, mentality or their body because there, there does exist something called visceral fat. And if you know anything about that, then that's not very good for middle-aged men. Right. Um, so let's let's end the dad bot craze and just go back to worshiping jack dudes on WWE. All right? There you go. And I, I love Westchester, so maybe we could kind of start the uh, the change in phenomenon here because that's all I kind of felt last week was this dad bod. Then you turn on the news, and again, it's kind of like, oh, you know, this is this is great. And I'm sorry, I just, I just, folks, I just don't get it. So I know it's a controversial topic for some people, but again, we've got open lines now, uh, 347-989-0028. we got Nick here. I'm hungry for pasta now. A couple restaurants across the street, so I might have to get some uh, some pasta. So thank you, Heather, uh, for, for that. Um, so, Nick, um, you mentioned earlier about three tips to immediately improve, immediately improve one's health. So what are those three tips that you can really just kind of get in there and really improve your health? Well, my first tip would be manage your blood sugar because a lot of what we see today um, in the chronic illness is that people don't know how to manage their blood sugar. People are so stressed. It's estimated that we have 100 times the stress of our grandparents. So people become so stressed, they, they're short on time, and they settle for these processed meals that are high in um, high in sugar, processed foods, terrible for you. Right. And, uh, and what that does is it actually adds stress to your body physiologically. So you're just putting stress on top of stress and you're not getting the nutrients you need to sustain health. So number one, manage your blood sugar. Number two, get moving. Now people often think that weightlifting is the only thing that other right. fitness guys promote, but find some kind of movement whether it's hiking or, you know, canoeing or shooting hoops or just walking hills, whatever you want to do, and just do it consistently and make that part of your lifestyle. And then always set goals to improve on. For example, yeah. I go hiking at this nature trail, and there's this, there's this big hill. And earlier in the season, I hiked it three or four times, and I was sucking wind. And I said, I want to hike this ten times by next month right. and be able to do it. And, you know, you set those goals, and it just gives you something to focus on. So yeah. get moving. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's, that's a key point because I hear a lot of people say, oh, I don't have the money or I just don't have, you know, time to get to the gym. But one of the things that I, I kind of learned from Tony Robbins is, like, you're right outside here, we're looking at Westchester, you got a street out here, and you got a sidewalk. I mean, just go walk up and down the sidewalk. It's hot out, you sweat, get going. I mean, anything you can do to really get yourself in shape. If you got to start out that way, you don't have the money, that's, that's the best way to start. Just get out there and get active. Absolutely. And I think the third tip, and I think this might be not number one to put them in order of priority is get a library card and yeah. buy and just get books. If you if you have a goal and nutrition is something that you think you could benefit from, go get a nutrition book at your library. Right. Even if you read five pages of it, that's five more pages 
than you had read before. And then pick up another one that has to do with exercise. And then you'll actually start to like these things that at one point weren't a priority in your life, which is why you are in the position you're in. And yeah. you'll start to learn more about them. Educating yourself is an incredibly empowering tool. And it's, it's sustainable because you're creating knowledge. So you're not just depending on somebody to tell you what to do in the gym and what to eat. You're actually yeah. creating a, a wealth of knowledge for yourself. Gotcha. So what are the things that you can actually add to people who want to kind of get in shape and, and help? You know, you got a couple of things that you wanted to talk and mention about too. Yeah, well, um, I think it's, it's really important for everybody to make their health a priority because regardless of where you want to be in your career, you won't be able to achieve that unless you're also striving to have optimal health. Right. Um, I, I have some articles on my website, primavera-fitness.com, that if you read through them, you'll find some astonishing statistics that show just how important nutrition is, especially for your cognitive ability. And I mean, if you even if you work at a, a desk job for a corporation or you know a blue-collar job, if you want to be sharp and on point, it doesn't take caffeine. It takes right. the right nutrients. Yeah. To to give your give your brain the fuel it needs to work. So and that's yeah. just an example, just one example of how um, health and fitness can improve your career. Yeah, good point you bring up too about kind of that quick sort of energy, those five hour energy drinks. I had have done those, been there, done that, and just the, you know, wish I had them back at college, but they just don't seem to really do a lot of good for you at all. No, and I love <laughs> I love hearing stories of people and they're like, Oh man, I drink so much coffee and uh, I got my jet fuel and they'll and they'll drink it at like six PM and then they'll yeah. tell me how they never sleep and it's like Dude, you know the half-life of these stimulants is six to seven hours. So you're yeah. taking in 300 milligrams of caffeine at 6 p.m. No wonder you're not asleep. And if oh, you are falling yeah. asleep, you're not getting the quality of deep sleep that you need. Right. Yeah, you're just really kind of making yourself a mess. It's so, a vicious cycle. Yeah. So, Nick, so as we're kind of wrapping up here, um, if someone wants to get in touch with you, uh, where are they going? How do they get in touch with you? Uh, you can go to my website, primavera-fitness.com. All my contact info is on there. And there's a ton of articles, um, videos. A lot of a lot of uh, knowledge that you can gain from that alone. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at nprimofitness13. You can also uh, find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Nick Primavera Fitness, and you can also find me at Premier Personal Training down here in the heart of Westchester. Stop by and see me. Yeah, and absolutely. And and we'll post this after we wrap up the show with Nick's contact information. But it's Primavera P R I M A V E R. A, and I can't spell here for some reason. <laughs> I, you know, the whole pasta conversation is making me hungry now. That's distracting. Um, yeah, exactly. So and there's a lot of traffic going by, too. Uh, so before we, we kind of go here, uh, are there any other questions out here that we have in the uh, the crowd? Yeah, we got a question. All right. We got one person cool. here. Come on over. Hey, what's your name? Hi, my name's Steven. Hey, Steven. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So uh, I just wanted to, I heard some rumors um, about Nick back in his college days. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to, could you just tell me about your experience in the rap game? <laughs> wow. Me and Steven are going to have a talk after this. Wow. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. Steven's running out the door now, so, so he's going. <laughs> so so I, I like I like to be a very well-rounded individual. And, um when I was in college, I was doing a lot of fitness training and stuff and expanding my knowledge on that. But I also had aspirations of being a rapper. Wow. Uh, which I could have easily been because I'm the best rapper alive. But <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I kind of got sidetracked with the whole fitness thing. So I think eventually I'll circle back around. <laughs> Jay-Z, but that's, that's in the future. That's, you know, that's down the road. Thank you, Steven. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> 
So my last question I'd like to ask my guests here, and Nick is 26 years old, so a lot of the guests I have are come the late 30s, early 40s, so it's a deep question. And saying, looking back at your 21-year-old or 22-year-old self and you know, knowing what you know now, what would you actually say? So maybe kind of thinking back to your early teenage years, you mentioned earlier that you got started at 10 years old. What would you say to your younger self now, and what would you tell yourself? I would say appreciate every step of the journey because you can learn from the smallest experiences that you encounter in your day. There's so much to this life to appreciate and enjoy that you kind of have to take a step back every single day and just pick a couple things that were awesome about that day, even on your worst day, even if it's just something really small um, because life is incredible and we're all incredibly blessed to be here. Awesome. Couldn't agree more with you. And I I would probably say... um, Maybe splurge a little bit and buy some better beer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Natty Light. Natty Light is not yeah. the best thing. Yeah. There, there you go, go. 21-year-old Nick. Everybody in college knows Natty Light. Yeah, oh, good experience with that. They so, shouldn't. so, Nick, this has been awesome. So, we definitely got to do this again. I really appreciate you uh, hosting me here at uh, Premier Personal Training. Uh, Nick's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for having him. I'm on the show here, and it's been great. Really appreciate your time. Hey, thank you very much for having me. You're and wonderful. You guys can reach out to me, ask me questions, and I'm also open to coming to businesses and actually doing health and wellness seminars. Which awesome. Is, which is a new program we're working on. So if you're interested, contact me. Check out my website. It's been fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's awesome. Yeah, guys, Nick is Nick is the real deal. So, Nick, again, thank you so much for stopping by. really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you get a lot, of, a lot of good plugs out of this, a lot of good people uh, reaching out to you. We had some good questions. And as I said, again, we'll post the contact info to get a hold of you. So it looks like we don't have any uh, any live callers tonight, but that's okay. We had some good questions out there in the chat and uh, in Facebook fan page, and we actually had a question in here, which is pretty cool. So there might be a fight brewing here in a little bit. <laughs> or rap battle. The rap battle, or we might get actually to the uh, to the bicep workouts here in a little bit. Uh, but that's all the time we have for tonight. So uh, join me next week for another weekly show. Uh, signing up a couple of good guests here over the next couple of weeks. I have some good announcements coming out. Thank you again, Nick Primavera. Uh, Premier Vera Fitness, uh, Dennis Carroll, Premier Personal Training in Westchester here for uh, hosting the show. You can find me at Facebook.com, Joe Wu fan page, Twitter at Joe Rychowski, Google Plus at JoeWu.com. Joe Wu. That's right. Website will be up pretty soon here. So excited about it. A lot of cool things happening. Uh, stay tuned for next week's show. We're looking at 8 p.m. as, as a great time slot. Uh, I think it's uh, working really, really well. And uh, thank you all for listening and joining me tonight. And again, thank you for being a part of this journey. Good night and live amazing. One, two, one, two, three, four. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.